0: Today, we're going to take a peek at Aikido.
1: This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations.
0: Hi, Sensei Michelle here, welcoming you to another episode.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. That was Landon.
0: And welcome back. I'm Jackie. Today, our guest is Sensei Derek. Us, Hello, everyone. He has totally been on a few times.
2: Us. But Sensei. I saw that one of them was when we were talking about Kabuto weaponry. So everyone should go back and listen. Those were some good episodes. I agree. You too?
3: Oh, I totally agree. Uh, I love the Kabuto sure, stuff. So.
1: Always.
0: But I'm going to add two things. First off, you haven't been on the show since October. Can you believe that?
1: Oh, uh, So the time flew by super fast. It Agreed. was like yesterday.
0: And that means that you were promoted to black belt in between the times that you've been on the show. So, congratulations. Us.
1: Us. Thank you, Sensei. Definitely uh, a lot of hard work.
0: (laughs) Us. We feel you. And the second thing I want to say is thanks for coming on today.
1: Us. I'm always happy to be on the show.
0: Okay. Before I get on with today's show, I believe, Landon, that you read something that relates back to our Kung Fu episode, right?
2: Us. I read online that the CW is bringing the show back. Kung Fu, they're bringing it back. It will be called Kung Fu, and it has a female lead.
1: Us.
0: That is kind of cool. I'm excited about the show. Me Us. too. I'll watch it. I've watched a few of the shows on CW that they've brought back. Some of them I liked, some of them I didn't. Are any of you CW fans?
1: Us. I'll say I'm a fan, but I just don't have the time to put into long shows.
0: That's adulthood.
1: Nice.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. So as I've been going through all the different styles, as we have lately, I've been wondering if there is such a thing as a no-good style. So as far as my anecdotal research, I would say that all styles are
3: relevant, and all of them have been very interesting to
0: research. Wouldn't you guys agree?
3: Oh, for sure. You know, Sensei, that reminds me. Master Collegian used to say that any dojo is better than no dojo, and all dojos have something to offer. I would agree with that statement.
2: Us
1: Us.
3: And
0: today we're going to take a peek at Aikido.
2: Us. And before we get too busy, can I mention that the sites we used included the martial arts, traditions, history, people, the Overlook Martial Arts Dictionary, AikidoFAQ.com, FightingArts.com, and of course our friends at Wikipedia.
0: Okay. After all that, it's time to get started. Do you have this one, Sensei Derek?
1: Yes, Sensei. I'll start with the fact that Aikido means the way of harmony. It was founded by Morhei Yushiba. Our online sources say that this happened in the early 1900s, but the Overlook Martial Arts Dictionary by Corcoran and Farkas said it happened in 1942.
2: And if that's not enough, the dictionary actually spells his name a little different than all the other sources. So instead of his last name being spelled U-E-S-H-I-B-A, it's spelled U-Y-E-S-H-I-B-A. So they added the Y. Us.
3: I wonder why. Us.
2: I feel there's a joke in there. (laughs) That that was good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I totally felt the joke coming. I'm going to keep this going or get us back on track, whichever it is, with some simple ideas behind the system, and I'm going to start us out. It's based
3: on a principle of harmony and non-resistance to your opponent. That's right. The practitioner neutralizes the aggressor by gaining control of his momentum.
2: Us, and I'll keep it going with the idea that it is basically non-combative and non-competitive.
1: Us, yes, that's true. However, there is a ranking system that has both dan, which is black belt, and q, which is under black belt, ranks. And one more fun fact: the dan's usually wear a hakama.
0: That is interesting. I thought all the practitioners in Aikido wore hakama. Which is, of course, the divided skirt of the samurai class of Japan. Us. They're going to be able to check out a picture. Right, Landon?
2: Us. And we are all over the web at Wildcat Jojo on Twitter and Facebook, and as well as YouTube, where you can see Sensei Derek's promotion on there. Ooh. We're also at Dojo Conversations at AOL.com.
0: Thank you, Landon. Let's do a little lateral
3: move by going back to the life of Master Yushiba. Us. I'll start this one with a cool fact. He was known as O-Sensei. We've mentioned plenty of times that Sensei means teacher or one who came before you. But I looked up what the O means, which is just the letter O, and it's usually capitalized. And I read that it is short for Okina and that it means venerable.
1: Mm. That's way cool.
3: That's really cool. Super
1: interesting.
0: But you are way ahead of us. So Sensei Derek. I want you to pick it up at the beginning of his life, please.
1: Oh, Sensei. So he was born on February 14th in 1883 into a farming family. He was the only son of five children. And it was said that he was a very weak and sickly child. And I also read that at one point he considered becoming a monk.
2: Yes, I saw that too, Sensei Derek. It was his dad telling him stories of his grandpa that led him to martial arts. His grandfather was a very strong samurai whose name was Kitchen
3: and I'm going to keep it going, that this led Ushiba to study jiu-jitsu at a Kitoru dojo, and then also sword at a Ryu training center. It's crazy how many things this man studied. Right? Mm. But at one point, he had to take some time off training because he got beriberi. And beriberi is one of those diseases of deficiency. It's a thiamine uh, deficiency. And it leads the person sometimes not to grow. Mm -hmm. So anyway, after he recovered, he decided to join the army. Well, at just under five feet tall, the army said no. And that takes us to a legend. Supposedly, he hung and swung from trees in order to gain that little bit of height he needed. Well, he was finally accepted into the army in 1903. I do like the legends. I like the legends better than I like the conflicting histories. Do you guys have an opinion on that?
2: Yes, I like the legends.
3: Oh, I, like I'd so. much rather they made uh, legends than conflicting histories, or at least turned the histories into legends.
0: <laughs> I think that's what happens. <laughs> the histories become legends. That, that's probably yes. true.
2: I believe we've had conflicting legends in the past. We, oh, no, for sure. Because I remember this conversation of mm-hmm. having deja vu all over again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think... Landon, that you mentioned to me that the whole height thing reminded you back of our interview with Sensei Rudy, that, right?
2: That's true. It really did remind me of our interview with Sensei Rudy and how his dad tried to get into the French Foreign Legion before he was old enough. But his persistence, like Yoshiba's, paid off. Everyone needs to go back and listen to that episode. We really got awesome feedback on that one. We it really was, did. It was really oh. good. I liked oh. that episode. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Oh, that was a really good interview. I enjoyed it. You know what else? Like Sensei Rudy's dad, Yushiba, served in only one conflict, the Russo-Japanese War. When the conflict ended, he left the army and he met a man named Sokaku Takeda, the grandmaster of Daito Ryu, Aikijutsu. He built a dojo in his hometown and invented Takeda to teach there which Takeda did.
3: Oh, that's a lot of information. But I have one more thing. Even as he was doing all that, he spent eight years studying with another teacher named Deguchi Orisaburo in a motocue style of karate.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Before I say my line, I'm just going to say we're <laughs> always sorry. enthralled at how good I, she is with these names. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I,
2: I'm astounded. <laughs>
0: yes. We're always enthralled with that, Sensei Jackie. Oh, it's my super talent. <laughs> but, <laughs> but all the information has been interesting so far, and I'm going to finish it out here. As he was doing all that stuff, he also taught Budo, and he worked on a fire brigade. Wow.
1: Goodness. Super busy.
0: Right? Busy guy. Nice. Okay. It is written that in his 40s, he had, and I'm quoting here, an enlightenment. Ooh. Where he decided the purpose of Budo was love that
3: cherishes and nourishes all beings. Hmm. I know we always go back to Master Collegian, but he did say that love was the strongest power.
0: Mm, that's a good connection, mm. Sensei Jackie. Us, and that is how he ran the Rue. Us. Us. Okay, Sensei Derek, what happened next?
1: Us. Well, Sensei, in 1927, at the encouragement of Risa Burrow, he moved to Tokyo and started his own Rue called Aikido.
2: So that's different than 1942, which we've already mentioned earlier in the episode. The histories contradict each other. There we go. Another controversy. <laughs> Either way. Okay. <laughs> Either way, he was visited by Kano Jiguro, the founder of Judo. That's cool.
3: And he also built a dojo called Kobukan and taught there until World War II.
0: Okay, what we're going to do is pick it up in 1942. And I think you're going to start me out, Lanna. Sensei, I am. In
2: 1942, he returned to the farming life of his youth. There, he built an outdoor dojo and a famous shrine called Aiki Shrine. He worked in the dojo till his death. On April 26, 1969, and he died of lung cancer at age 86.
3: I'd like to add to that when he left Tokyo, his son, Kishomuru, took over the dojo and made it very successful. Thanks, guys. That leaves me the opportunity to say that he wrote two books,
0: The Art of Peace and Budo Training in Aikido. The thing is, they were published in 1991 and 1999, respectively. So clearly that was after his death. I'm guessing that Kishimuro sensei handled that, although I couldn't find it written anywhere.
1: Mm. That's true, sensei. But we did find his great site, guillaumeirad.com slash aikido slash articles. This site is of the opinion that his son Kishimuro was more instrumental than Ushiba himself in making Aikido world-renowned.
3: You know, there they always is an article that says the son is more famous than the father, etc. That just seems to be the way of publishing. I
0: think it's a wonderful tribute to his father that he carried on the legacy and, and made it grow more and more. Us, that's for sure. Right? right? Yes. yes. Okay, here's a sweet fact to finish up Yushiba's life with. Yes. His wife of 67 years died just two months after his death.
2: Mm. But that's
0: a uh-huh. very long time to uh-huh. be
2: married.
1: Us
0: In today's world, it's unheard of, I think. Uh,
1: very rare.
2: I think of Jimmy it's Carter super, super when I rare. think of a long marriage.
0: Good one. Okay, his life was very interesting, and I want to push on to the actual style. Us. Right. Us. us. We've already us. mentioned that Aikido means the way of harmony. I think we have a quick list of traits of the style to start us out.
2: We do, Sensei, and I've read that it is based on circular movements and teaches practitioners to manipulate opponents and apply counter-attacks. So I'm guessing that break falling skills are emphasized. (laughs) From my own experience in karate, and we don't fall as much as Aikido, learning how to fall is super duper handy and something I would totally recommend to do, but safely.
0: Nice. (laughs) Agree.
1: Oh,
0: I get to keep it going. How fun. Aikido practitioners develop rhythmic movement and physical fitness. They also work at improving reactions, perceptions, and coordination.
1: Oh, and I'll add that Aikido strives to encourage the practitioner to maintain an internal balance. In fact, we read that they stress that power is found in the ki or tendon.
3: And I'll finish it up with the idea that this style believes the practitioners should harmonize with others in the world. Also, they should be self-disciplined and have a
2: non-violent attitude. I'm just saying, Sensei, you would be a really good fit because self-discipline is your favorite thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: true. <laughs> Didn't you do a keto, Sensei, at one time?
0: At the very, very beginning of my martial arts life, my teacher was an keto stylist. That is true. Mm.
2: Us, And
0: mm. we were together for about six months, and he left. He just disappeared, and the school called me, and... Master Collegian came in and took his place. Imagine my dismay when meeting (laughs) Master Collegian in a giant black uniform over a thin man of about 97 pounds who Mm. didn't wear a key at all. It was really intimidating
2: at first. Well, there you go, Sensei. I have one more thing. Oh, good. We read that Aikido finds its roots in the Japanese view of water and the way it flows. The practitioner should become strong and pliable. That's cool.
3: Very cool, and it relates back to our elements podcast. That's very mm-hmm. true.
0: We could replay all of those. There, uh, I just, just love listening an awesome to them. Series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just going to pause for a minute here and mention that all the statements that we all said support the point that we made in the WKF episode, the World Karate Federation episode with the Olympics, mm-hmm. us, about how traditional karate teaches not just the physical fight, but also the philosophy. Us.
1: Us, for sure.
0: And I'm going to finish this part up with some actual training ideas.
3: Who struck me out?
1: Oh, so I'll start off, Sensei. Aikido is based on throws, joint locks, and keeping the attacker pinned down.
3: That's a good one. And Aikido also includes training with weapons like the sword and the wooden sword that's called a boken.
2: Us, and I think that they also train with the bow and knife. There's no way regular listeners don't know that a bow is a long wooden stick. A staff, right? Us. We just talked about it the other day. A staff, staff. (laughs) That's
3: it.
0: (laughs) Okay. I have one more thing to do before we get to the quotes. Like many styles, including ours, various versions of armed and unarmed systems have sprouted up and grown over the decades.
2: Us. Us. Us.
0: Here's a short list of a few that we found.
1: Us. Well, since there is the... Aikikai, led by the Ushiba family.
2: That's a really good one, Sensei Jarek. And I saw on YouTube a video of the Aikikai master, which was amazing. It's totally worth checking it out. It was so so impressive. I maybe like we the chose. A, Maybe we can get a picture of it on our Twitter page.
0: Ooh, I don't know. It's open After for you that look at
2: copyright.
0: And it, it, <laughs> when we used to go out to tournaments back in the old days. They would do demonstrations in the middle of the tournament, mm-hmm. and we had a couple of these where the mm. the uki the person being thrown around as it were was really malleable and so it was fast and it was furious and it was insanely joint oriented yes
3: mm. you know i saw some videos too i found a type of aikido that considers itself sport aikido it's called tomeko aikido wow mm. Well, first off, I find that interesting because I can't imagine how Aikido is taught without the philosophical aspects. Can you guys see it? Uh, mm, it's a little hard to grasp. No, because it's it's just like a judo plus one.
0: So if you're out there and you know about the Tomiko Aikido, please get in touch with us, right? Yes, ah, please. Us. Meanwhile, I read about a type of Aikido in a book that I really like called Key in Daily Life by Koichi Tohei. It's called The Key Society. Maybe we can talk to Sensei Jim about putting that book into our rotation after we finish the one we're reading now. Yeah, I really like Gosh. that book. That's a great idea. The book we're reading now is called The Marshall Way. Is his name Forrest Morgan? Forrest Morgan. Forrest E. Morgan. Forrest E. Not Forresty. Like, not all the words. <laughs> Forrest E. Morgan is his name. I'm enjoying it. I've got to say a little preview. The guy's writing style, for me, it's a little in your face. I don't. I don't love
3: the way that he writes. Just not like a writer. It so- is, it, and and because he's a former officer in the military, I think that really influences his style of writing. The way he would talk to his men.
2: I but- just feel like I can tell by the way that he writes that he's very passionate, but he's very like, I am right. I am the one that knows. And yet, he
0: constantly says every about every fifth or sixth page, "I'm not telling you this is the way. I'm just telling you this is my opinion." He my does way. say that. This yes. is my way. And also, it's jam-packed full of information. That's true. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say this one last thing about books before we close that part out. Most of the information we get now, we get off of the internet. But there is something fun about reading someone's long opinions about something
3: in a book form. Don't you guys agree? Yes. Us. I think it takes a different part of your brain. Absolutely. Us. And, and sure. it's
0: kind of common.
3: Yes, exactly. Kind of meditative. Yes,
0: definitely. Where when I read online, I don't feel that.
3: No, I'm Um, always jumping to the next thing. I can scroll so quickly.
0: And I read online a lot now with this research. Yes. Well, before we get to the quotes, oh, goody,
3: we're at... Honor Athletics, of course.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what I thought we'd do is go back and talk about things that we talked about in today's episode... That they probably sell at Honor Athletics. What do you that's got, Landon? That's
2: a good idea, Sensei. Maybe a hakama.
3: Ooh, well, that's pretty important to Akito But I'm going to say Bokans.
2: Ooh.
3: Ooh, swords. I like mm-hmm.
1: it. Uh, and so I keep the conversation on point. Let's go to knives as well.
0: Oh, okay. boy, that, was, good. Oh, that, that was, was a good one. I'm giving you a drum roll. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to finish it up with the bow.
2: And Sensei, how would they order that?
0: They could go to honorathletics.com and search her inventory, but we
2: recommend you call Cynthia at 770-945-5150.
3: And don't forget to mention Wildcat Dojo as you're checking out for your 10% discount. We appreciate it. She appreciates it, even though we
0: are in March of 2021 as we record. Yes. And we hope to be coming out of this COVID nightmare. Nevertheless. Small businesses really need your business. Mm-hmm. Yes. So call yes. them up. Don't yes. just default to a big business. Thanks to Cynthia and thanks to all of you. And let's move on to quotes. Us. You starting me out? Us. I'll start as out. Sensei. Oh, wait. I should say, we don't know that all these quotes are exactly Ushibas. Yes. Us. I got them from the Akito site. I think they are all his, but some of
2: them could be tenants of the system. Okay. Now I'm ready. Failure is the key to success. Each mistake teaches us something.
0: Boy, how many times have we said that oh. over the course of this two
3: years of podcasting. Oh us. my goodness. Yeah.
0: And and we do love it. It is hard when
3: it's happening though. Yes. Yes. Us. Because it is that. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, start all <laughs> over again. No, I think that's an follow, old song. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. All right. Sorry, Landon. (laughs) From the technical aspect, when an opponent comes forward, move in and greet him. If he wants to pull back, send him on his way.
0: I kind of like that one better than the variation we read in the Wing Chun. When she got to the part where they were coming in, she was like, draw them in closer to hurt them. As a female and a small person, I can understand her attitude. But I usually go with, if they back up, I let them go. That's right. Us, right? Mm. They're less in a danger. We're at that done. Point. There's nothing to fight about. They're gone.
2: Us.
1: Us. And I'll say they probably learned something from it, which brings us to the next one, which is life is growth. If we stop growing technically and spiritually, we're as good as dead.
0: So you know what I've said that's kind of like that and not at all poetic? What? Life is like being a shark. Mm-hmm. Sharks when in the water, they even move when they sleep. Us. I don't believe I'm wrong about that. But if you're out there and I am, you can correct me because there may be a type. I think that's right. But there may be a type of shark that does. But that's because the water needs to travel through their Mm -hmm. system to keep them alive. And so if it's not moving forward, it's dying. And I love that visual imagery for our lives. We're either moving forward or we're falling back. There's that one millisecond in between those two states, right? I believe that I finish it up here. Yes. Oh, I love the one I got. Thanks, guys. <laughs> 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 and that's because Akito is based on key, yes. the second word, yes. and we all know we've talked about it many times. That's your inner strength, right? Us yes. and, the, and yes. the quote goes, your spirit is your true shield. Us. Mm. Yes. I'm torn between talking about this seriously and saying that there's a game we play with the kids where we let them use the punching bags as shields. <laughs> and oh, the snakes of swords. And it's <laughs> yeah. been so uh... long since we've been able to do that.
3: <laughs> the
1: sword it's and coming shield. Back,
0: though. Us. So this was just as easy as I thought it was, and a super fun day. It was fun. Thank you so much for doing this, Sensei Derek.
1: Us, Sensei. Whenever I could be on, I'm always happy to.
3: Me too. Us. I think it's time to say goodbye. It is goodbye, everybody. What an enjoyable day.
1: Us.
2: Bye, everyone. See you next week. I'm
0: Sensei Michelle, and I'm signing off.
1: Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.